The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another episode of mlb dfs quick hits your thursday august 11th edition six game slate early slate that's your main slate on this thursday so you can enjoy your thursday night doing whatever you plan on doing but it's six game early starting at 105 p.m eastern time 1005 a.m pacific time little day action to wet the whistle hope you guys had a good wednesday a little day action on wednesday plus some evening action lots and lots of fun as usual if you have any questions i'm on twitter at pediatric or join us in the free fancy DJ's Discord to give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes. I truly would appreciate it. And if you're watching on YouTube, give the old thumbs up and leave a comment. That helps out as well. Um, if you like season-long fantasy baseball, and trust me, it helps with your DFS. Bench for the Bubba coming at you at least twice a week for the rest of the baseball season. So check that out. But let's do it. Six-game slate. We're going to get you in. We're going to get you out. And your total's on the slate. Marlins, Phillies, eight. Guardians, Tigers, eight and a half. Rangers, Astros, eight and a half. White Sox, Royals, eight. Pirates, D-backs, eight. So that's what we got going for you now. There's like two games in the evening if you want like a little small slate. But six games, early slate, pitching, Dylan Cease, 10-4 at the Kansas City Royals. Definitely the high price arm for a reason. Dylan Cease has been ridiculous. What's like one run or less, I think like 13 or 14 starts. The dude's just in- insane. I've got to write about him a few times for the HQ matchups that I do on Fridays and occasional Sundays. It's just it's crazy to see how good he has plus points nearly every time he goes out there. He's throwing in the 30s and 40 points. Time and time again, he's absolutely ridiculous. The, you know, the Royals team's getting peskier. These young kids are having some fun, and Pascantino starting to hit the ball. Prado had a couple games. Melendez is crushing it. They're getting good, but Dylan Seeks is pretty fierce. KC striking out 24% of the time in the last month against right-handed pitching. They do have a 250 average, 144 ISO, 94 WRC plus. So no walk in the park, but uh, I'll take my chances with Dylan Seeks. I'm a big fan of what we're seeing from him. And on this slate at 10-4, he's going to be popular and for very good reasons. Now, if you want to be different, I don't mind going to Framber Valdez, but I'll just save some cash and go straight down to Merrill Kelly at $9,100 at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think it's a great option if you can pair Merrill Kelly up with Dylan Seas. I like it a lot. He's gone six or more innings pitched in like over like 12 straight starts, 20 or more points in like nine of those starts, 15 or more in almost every one of them. So he's got a great floor with tremendous upside. And now you get a Pittsburgh Pirate team. You know you can pick on striking out over 23% of the time versus righties this past month. Hitting 221 with a 74 WRC plus. So uh Merrill Kelly, really, really strong spot on this slate. 
some other options for you. Kyle Gibson at $8,000 coming off a gym against the Washington Nationals. Back-to-back really good starts. And he's thrown four out of five outstanding starts, 18 or more points in four out of five, uh, 22 or more in three out of five. And now you get a Miami Marlins team that's just scuffling to the finish line right now, all the injuries and everything else. 22% K rate, 216 average, 0.088 ISO, and 69 WRC plus for his right-handed pitching They've been dreadful. Even Noah Syndergaard was like at least decent for six innings. Kyle Gibson's better than Noah Syndergaard right now. So Gibby at 8,000 is in play. Like if you want to be contrarian and not play Dylan Cease, Merrill Kelly and Kyle Gibson is an option for you. It really is. So keep that in mind. You got Coors on this slate, so you're going to have some fun there as well. I always like JT Brubaker in tournaments, but not sure I want to. You can use him on this slate. You can use him if you want. Not necessary, but you can use him. Um, because pretty much for me, it's Cease, Kelly, and Gibson on this uh, six-game slate. Sprinkle and Brubaker if you want. I don't want to use Plesak. I know he's cheap. I'd rather use Detroit back, take my chances. Plesak, he, he throws a gym once in a while, but for the most part, way too much pitch to contact for what he can do. A lot of places to go with bats on this slate. So focus on Cease, Kelly, and Gibson for me. If you want to use Framber, if you want to use JT Brubaker, knock yourself out. All right, the bats on this nice six-game slate. Tons of bats to choose from. Um, we can start out with the uh, – well, I'd love to use MJ Melendez. He has hit a home run to give the Royals the lead late in the game. But, I'm again, if you want to fade Dylan Cease, you want to play the Royals' bats also. That's an angle. And, you know, Melendez is catcher outfield. Salvi Perez catcher both just tearing up the baseball. So, they're in play, but that's not where I'm looking to go on this slate. I'd rather just not use Cease as a pitcher because I feel like even if he doesn't pitch good enough to earn his dollars – He's not going to get crushed more often than not. He could. He could, but it's just it's hard to, hard to see that one coming out in that game. Back to your options. Eric Koss at $3,800 versus Plesak is someone I wouldn't mind targeting. Uh, maybe Servin catches for Colorado at $3,100 versus Dakota Hudson. I like Colorado in that game because Dakota Hudson is bad, very, very bad. So keep that on the radar. But it's a getaway day. It's day games after night games. You're going to get some backup catchers out there. Maybe Yadi Molina's at 2K versus Herman Marquez. That's pretty uh, spicy as well. First base position on this lovely six-game slate. Yeah, Goldie and Coors, which is fine. But CJ Crone versus Hudson, again, target Hudson early and often. If you want to target Granky, you can. He's pitched good enough to not get blown up lately, which is frustrating, but he's still not good. So Jose Abreu at 49 is fine. But, you know, $100 more, you can get CJ Crone and Coors against Hudson. It's tough to say no to that kind of scenario. Uh, some other ones, though, if you want to go a little cheaper, Trey Boo-Boo's at the last couple of days off, but the lefty is on the bump in Reagans for Texas. Trey Boo-Boo's first base alpha at 3,700, so he's definitely in play as a little bit of a savings on this slate. Montero of Colorado, first base, third base eligible at 2,700, but still far too cheap, so you can keep him on your radar. Again, if you're fading C's, Pascantino's 2,400 bucks. That's not going to suck, and Prado's 2K still. Prado's, Prado's been 2K like every day forever, and Prado's also gained outfit eligibility, which is nice. So, like, you can legit play a lineup with with Salvi, Melendez, Pascantino, and Prado. It's it's pretty pretty fun to do, and Wit if you really want to. So, lots of fun power upsides. Like a lot of 0 for 4 games there, but a lot of power as well. So they're kind of fun when they're clicking, but uh, you probably don't need to on this slate. Second base, you can go all two members. Reagan's at 56. That's more than fine. But uh, keep an eye on that Arizona lineup because I like Brubaker in tournaments, but I also like, can see you attacking Brubaker with some Arizona with like a Carte of Josh Rojas at 5K47 if you wanted to. Um, Nolan Gorman against Marquez at 45 is a good look because Marquez just is not good. But again, Cleveland can be a little contrarian. Andres Jimenez at 4,300 bucks versus Hill is an angle you can go to on this slate. Um, other than that, though, Small slate could be uh, 
I know there's some rookies for the White Sox getting called up, so keep an eye on that for the injuries. I think it's a uh, Lennon Sosa. He's 2K. He's an option versus Granky. He was playing very well in the minors, put up 17 points yesterday in two for four with a home run. So he's like a really strong value if he gets to start versus uh, Granky. And also you have Massey versus Cease. I'd honestly rather go Lennon Sosa at 2K. So that could be a nice punt option for you on this slate. Uh, third base position, you got Jay Ram at 59. It's totally fine. Aaron Otto's had a great series going back to Colorado at 57. So he's worth a look as well. But I mentioned Josh Rojas. Ryan McMahon's gone deep here recently. It looks like he might be heating up again. You get Dakota Hudson at 4600 bucks. Nice little price tag for some Coors action. Um, Heimer Condelario at 2900 bucks. He's cooled down quite a bit, but a good matchup for Plesak if you need to go that direction. Um, Ezekiel Duran. I'm, I'm not looking to target Valdez because sim- similar to Cease, like if Framber, if he's not successful getting new points, he still doesn't get blown up. Like I think he's had, I think I talked about it last time he was starting because I wrote about it. It's like 12 or 13 or 14, maybe even straight quality starts for Framber Valdez. It's insane what he's been putting out. Like nothing flashy, which consistently really, really good. Uh, shortstop position. Corey Seager, fine. Ahmed Rosario, fine. They're expensive on this slate, but they're they're good plays, and you can save money elsewhere. So you have no problem going to them. But if you do want to save, um, Jose Iglesias and Coors at forty two hundred bucks is is pretty nice. Don't mind any cruising tournaments. But Jeremy Pena is only thirty nine hundred bucks. That's a very good value against Reagan's. If Paul DeYoung is in St. Louis's lineup, you get a piece of Coors for thirty seven. Like I've been pretty much fading Coors this whole uh, series, and they've gone off back to back nights. So it probably doesn't go off tomorrow, but a Marquez versus Hudson game, just it better go off. That's all I know. Like, I really want to play Coors finally, but uh, it'll be the one day they don't go off. Outfield, you got Schwarber at 6K is always tournament viable. Uh, Lou Bob versus Granky, don't hate it because I, I do think Granky's due for a bad, bad one. But uh, Tyler O'Neill at 48, like that quite a bit. Eloy Jimenez versus Granky at 44, still far too cheap for his production right now, far too cheap at $4,400. Andrew Vaughn's only 4200 bucks, so you get some nice – a White Sox value if you want to kind of pivot off some Colorado action or do a White Sox stack and sprinkle in some Coors, you can do that as well. Uh, it's an angle to approach. Uh, Alec Thomas at 37. AJ Pollock's been leading off. He's 3700 bucks for his Granky. Uh, Oscar Gonzalez for Cleveland is only 3400 bucks. Aledemus Diaz, third base outfit eligible, hit a grand slam yesterday on Monday or Tuesday. He's 3400 bucks or 3600 bucks versus the lefty Reagans. So that's a great spot for Aledemus Diaz, who loves himself some lefty action. And then below 3K, like Gavin Sheets is always tournament viable. It's like 2800 bucks. There's tons of value. Chaz McCormick probably get the start for Houston versus the lefty at 2600 bucks. So that's a, an option for you as well. So tons and tons of value. J.J. Bleday has been really heating up. He's 2100 bucks versus Kyle Gibson. I like Gibson a lot on this slate, but if you need a punt play, J.J. Bleday at 21. Like I kind of like that uh, the White Sox second baseman at 2K. Lynn a little more, but uh, these are options for you for sure. Recapping your pitching, pretty simple. Dylan Cease, Merrill Kelly, Kyle Gibson's where I'm focusing. You could go Framber, you could go Brubaker if you want, but Cease, Kelly, and Gibson is my main focus as of now. Stacks on this slate. Uh, Cleveland's very viable versus Hill. Don't mind Detroit, but Cleveland's very viable. Uh, I like Houston versus the lefty Reagans. That's uh, definitely in play. The White Sox versus Granky. Coors should just stack it up. I prefer the Colorado side versus Hudson. Be different, but both are in play. Um, so that's kind of where I'm focused right now. Coors is great, but like the White Sox, like Detroit, and you got Houston. So that's where you can kind of um, be a little different if you need to. Let's do it, folks. Six-game slate, main slate on your Thursday. It's an early slate. Again, 105 p.m. Eastern time, 10.05 a.m. Pacific time. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. 
Join us in the free fantasy DJs Discord, and I will be back with you guys late on Thursday night to preview a big Friday slate of action. But for now, this is MLB DFS Quickets, your Thursday, August 11th edition of the books. Well,